0: it is no pants day and there's a reason we bring that up uh if you go to the newspaper uh your your favorite newspaper you read uh comics online the your favorite comics uh today you will notice uh something missing in many of the comic strips today pants uh in honor of no pants day more than 25 cartoonists behind comic strips from blondie to Zippy the Pinhead, are celebrating the quirky holiday. Uh, celebrating in a way that helps charities get clothing to those in need. This is according to a report in the, the Associated Press. The AP says uh, participating, participating artists are drawing their characters without trousers and urging readers to donate clothing to uh, thrift stores and secondhand stores, um, especially those hit hard by uh, COVID-19. No Pants Day! which is held on the first Friday in May, is believed to have been started by a group of students at the University of Texas who thought leaving the pants at home on the first Friday in May would be a fun way to end the semester. So, in honor of NOPA, and, but I think it's a great way to co-op the day to help out thrift stores and secondhand stores help out the needy, uh, especially those who have been impacted by COVID-19. Uh, the clothing in clothing stores so no pants day today good mornings i'm chris oaks and coming up today art walk is back in addition to the usual festivities it will also serve as the official launch of downtown Findlay's dora we get a complete preview of the event also this morning taking virtual travel to the next level how to gift mom the vacation of a lifetime for mother's day without ever leaving home To your health this morning, some 90% of women have cellulite and most feel judged for it. Many often judge themselves, but it's not your fault and we'll explain why. And we have another collection of tasty and easy to make recipes from Kyra's Kitchen. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Friday, May 7th, 2021. Uh, In addition to No Pants Day, it is International Space Day, which I think is kind of interesting given the story in the news about that uh, Chinese rocket that's going to be falling to Earth and no one knows exactly where it may land this weekend. We were talking about this uh, earlier in the week, I believe. This Chinese rocket um, that they launched, what, a week or two ago, something? Anyway... Um, the Chinese, I, I guess, are building their own space station, is what they would. And, and uh, this rocket launched the first piece of the sta- space station into outer space, and they lost control of it, and this rocket now is falling back into the atmosphere. Most of it will burn up, but there is a possibility, they say, that as much as 20,000 pounds of flaming metal could be falling out of the atmosphere somewhere on earth (laughs) nobody knows exactly where so heads up this weekend and uh, kind of interesting it is international space day today international tuba day so if international space day doesn't do it for you there's international tuba day military spouse appreciation day how about that national roast leg of lamb day military spouse appreciation day by the way uh, comes always the Friday before Mother's Day. Uh, so just throw that out there in uh, national roast leg of lamb day, national tourism day, uh, and school lunch hero day, school lunch hero day. Okay. Um, so this is, um, this is a big story in the Buckeye state (laughs) and this is a head slapper this is one of those you hear the story and you just slap your forehead and think what was he thinking you cannot believe an ohio state senator has admitted to driving with a fake background of his office during a zoom call is on the zoom call while he was driving he tried to hide that fact by changing the background from his car to his office so it trying to make it look like he was in his office uh state Sen- uh, senator andrew brenner of delaware ohio says hey i don't see anything wrong he said uh i was paying attention to the driving i was listening to the meeting um this is an interview with the columbus dispatch defending uh what he did he had two meetings he said that were back-to-back that were in separate locations And I've actually been on other calls, numerous calls while driving, he says. Phone calls for the most part, but on video calls, I'm not paying attention to the video. To me, it's like a phone call. Uh, He also insists that he was parked during most of the video. Uh, He said uh, the the giveaway was his seatbelt. He was wearing his seatbelt, and you can see the seatbelt, and that's what gave it away. He had the background on, so it looked like he was in his office when he was actually in his car. You can see the seatbelt across his chest, and that was the uh, dead giveaway. Uh, But he says, he points out that he was, in fact, wearing a seatbelt, and he was uh, paying attention to the road. But he was on a Zoom call while he was on the phone. And get this, the meeting was uh, the Ohio Controlling Board, and they were discussing the, uh, the pending bill penalizing distracted drivers (laughs) that's the meeting it was the meeting on the law on the distracted driving law (laughs) the new distracted driving law is what they were discussing and he was in the zoom meeting in his car (laughs) oh my goodness hmm House Bill 283 calls for a ban on writing, sending, or reading texts, viewing videos, or taking photos, live streaming, and using applications while driving. It would also make holding or using an electronic device while driving a primary offense. So that's what they were debating, and he was in his car on the Zoom meeting. (laughs) Not a good look. Not a good look. And then he tried to defend it and said, hey, I didn't see anything wrong with it i didn't see anything wrong (laughs) got some splaining to do hey we mentioned it is um sometimes again it's a head slapper sometimes you get a oh we mentioned that uh, today is national tourism day um and uh, we were talking about the fact that the uh, cdc yesterday i think we were mentioning the uh, cdc has said that Uh, Travel is safe for vaccinated people, and a lot of people are looking to go on vacation, make up for lost time, last year's suspended travel season. Guess what else is making a comeback? Travel fees poised to make a big comeback. Some are obvious. Last month, major airlines began reinstating penalty charges for some ticket changes, But other fees, story says here, may come as a surprise to you if you are traveling. If, for example, you are visiting the Caribbean island of St. Martin, for example, you will have to pay a $30 fee for its visitor's protection plan. It covers medical expenses and medical evacuation, whether you need them or not. So everybody's going to see a $30 fee You to St. Martin. The revived charges fall into two broad categories, new ones imposed by countries on international visitors and new or reinstated fees charged by companies such as airlines, hotels and travel agencies. The Bahamas have a $50 to $70 fee that they are charging for visitors now that it's calling a health visa, which covers basic medical expenses on the island. So, what happens when the pandemic is declared over? Travel insurance experts predict countries will institute a strict medical insurance requirement to offset the cost of providing medical care to tourists, or they will keep a medical visa requirement if they have one. So, again, this may be the new normal. We talk about all of the ways in which the pandemic may impact life moving forward. Here's another one for travelers more fees. And I guess it makes sense because a lot of countries, you know they have uh public health systems where uh, residents don't have to pay anything. The government pays for the health care. But if an American is visiting, you know it doesn't uh doesn't make sense that the government of another country would pay for an american's uh, an American visitor's uh, medical fees. So you'd have to have a writer for that. So I guess I I really can understand it, I suppose. It doesn't mean I like it, but I can certainly understand it. And uh, the story goes on to say, when it comes to travel companies, the fee frenzy is likely just starting. So this year, if you are making travel plans, don't forget to ask about the extra fees. That's the long and short of the story there. to ask about any extra new or hidden fees That you might not have had to worry about before. Because unlikely there will be some there. Kind of interesting. That of course you can get away. You can avoid all of those extra fees. By just taking a virtual vacation. Coming up in this hour. How to gift mom the vacation of a lifetime. For Mother's Day. Without ever leaving home. Taking virtual travel to the next level. And who's doing it? Amazon of course. The story is coming up here in just a bit. So just that out there and uh, lastly one of the other uh, most interesting and uh, most interesting and buzzworthy stories to start your morning the pandemic means that many of us are spending a lot more time at home than we did before and as a result many people are showering less often than they used to a new UGov survey, Mine that 17% of people said that they had abandoned daily showers during the pandemic. Uh, Many cite the fact that, and when this was posted on Twitter, a lot of other people just kind of weighed in randomly saying that they had done the same. Many cite the fact that they are just not around people that often. Uh, Others note the negative impact daily showers have on the environment because it uses so much water. Um, Doctors and health experts have long said that daily showers are actually unnecessary maybe even counterproductive as washing with soap every day can strip the skin of its natural oils and leave it feeling dry. Andrea Armstrong, an assistant professor of environmental science and studies at Lafayette college says it would take a huge number of people changing their bathing habits to make a substantial difference in carbon emissions. But another expert notes, it is not so much about embracing infrequent bathing as it is fighting against a culture that drills in that we should not smell And that we need to buy products related to bathing if we want to be socially accepted. So, make of that what you will. Discuss amongst yourselves. Have you... And again, the question is, this is something we've gotten used to. Will we go back to our previous habits when all of this is over? Or is this the new normal? That we're showering less? (laughs) Discuss amongst yourselves. There you go. Some of the most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Friday morning started.
1: WFIN News, I'm Matt Demchek. The WTOL 11 first alert forecast, partly sunny early today, then a chance of showers later, a high of 57. Mostly cloudy tonight, a low around 40. The city of Finley's designated outdoor refreshment area, DORA, opens today in downtown. Mayor Christina Mern says the goal of the DORA is to provide flexibility for downtown businesses and for people visiting the community.
2: For example, if someone comes downtown and is then wanting to move Uh, over to the Marathon Center for Performing Arts for a show, and they have a little bit of drink that they'd like to finish, Um, they can get the Dora Cup and take their drink with them.
1: Get more information on the Dora, including rules and the boundary map, on our website. Art Walk returns today, both in downtown Findlay and virtually. Visit Findlay says downtown will be brimming with the arts, and there will be visual artists placed in large spaces, allowing for social distancing. Also taking place during Art Walk is the official kickoff of Finley's Dora. Purchase your favorite beer, wine, or cocktail in a Dora cup and enjoy it as you walk around Art Walk and into participating retailers and attractions. Those locations will be indicated with a Dora decal. Give more on Art Walk and the Dora on our website. After years of debate, the Ohio Senate has introduced a bill to legalize sports gambling in Ohio. Ohio senators have proposed offering 43-year sports betting licenses that would
0: cost $1 million apiece. Of those licenses, 20 would go toward locations that can
1: bank a bet, such as Ohio's 11 casinos and racinos. The other 20 licenses would go toward businesses such as sports bars that offer proposition bets. The Ohio Casino
0: Control Commission would regulate the new industry and assess a 10% tax. Proceeds would mostly
1: go toward schools. Daniel Barnett, ONN News. Dozens of additional Hometown Hero banners are now on display along Main Street in Finley to honor local members of the military. This new batch of banners will be displayed May, June, and July. The banners include active, retired, and deceased service members, and they line Main Street from Lima Street up to center. If you'd like to honor a loved one or somebody you know with one of the banners, we have details on our website about how you go about ordering one. Get more news online anytime at WFIN.com. So excited
0: about this, Art Walk is back. Danielle Wilkin is here from Visit Findlay. And uh, last year, everything was online. Uh, This year, it'll actually still be happening online, too. So this is kind of a a hybrid uh, art walk, actually. Yes. Yes. So, uh, first of all... Uh, talk about how the online part of this works for those who you know don't want to come out or just don't feel comfortable yet, whatever.
3: Sure. So um, the online is going to work like it has the past two that we've mm-hmm. done. Um, you'll want to go to facebook.com slash Finley Art Walk beginning mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock. And okay. from there, about every 15 minutes, we'll be posting different features from artists. Um, We have some bands that are live streaming from all over, um, and we'll be highlighting them and um, bringing the arts to you at home.
0: So you can do it that way, Mm -hmm. uh, or even better, you can come out and uh, enjoy in person. And this is the first time in in a year uh, that 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 has happened, so everybody really excited. Uh, Judging by the uh, schedule of musicians and and all of the uh, participating uh, restaurants and such, Uh, Everybody's ready for this.
3: Yes, we are really excited to have Art Walk back in downtown Finley. We have had a great response of local businesses, restaurants, and shops that are going to be open late. Um, We have great artists that are placed there, and we're ready to have people back in downtown.
0: Now, you were saying before we went on the air, you've done, uh, you tried to uh, be extra Mindful of the social distancing and and all of that and matching up the artists with the uh, venues or the locations where they can kind of spread out and, you know, all of that. So. Yes,
3: yeah, we were really conscious when placing our artists this year that we did so in locations that were large enough to social distance. So when you are going into some of these locations, you might notice that they typically have an artist and they don't this year. And that's just because where they would have been located would have not allowed for social distancing so um, that has allowed us to have some new locations that have participated, which so, is really fun. Yeah,
0: so let's uh, let's kind of go through the list, and there are like thirty different uh, locations. So I mean. You can spend the entire evening down there and then some uh, and check all of these out. Uh, But kind of run through the the list here of who all is participating.
3: Sure. So one of those new locations that I just mentioned is Bricks. Bricks is new to downtown. Um, They've opened since our last in-person art walk. And we have six different artists in there. And if you haven't been in there since they renovated, it is really beautiful. It's a really wide open location. um, So you can hit there and hit uh, six different artists all at once. Um, Berwick Company, excuse me, Berwick Co. and Modcraft Brewing are have both also opened since okay. our last in person Art Walk. and They will be open late. Um, the Jones Building Artist Studios will of course be open, um, with several studios um, open to the public. Mm-hmm. As will the Jones Mansion, who's having some local historians and a photography show. Um, beyond that, MCPA is going to be open. Um, they are also going to be streaming their fifth, third Wall of Fame opening, uh, excuse me, induction. Um, but they are also going to be having their gallery open, and the MAZA is going to be in their um, atrium. So if you haven't had a chance to go to the Mazza um, in the past year, this is a good chance to kind of get a small taste of that.
0: Okay. Uh, some of the uh, other ones uh, that are uh, participating, well, it seems like just about every place downtown is participating in one way or the other. Some are hosting artists, some are just uh, staying open late and uh, inviting folks in, that kind of thing.
3: Yes, exactly. So. Yep, I think it's going to be a really great event for everybody.
0: And there is a, a full map of all of the locations and who's. Uh, going to be where uh, on your website right? yes
3: yep you can go to visit com slash art and see the map and the full list of what's going on
0: now the other thing and we've been talking about this uh, in the news and uh, this has uh, certainly uh, been discussed uh, over the past uh, several weeks and uh, the art walk is the official launch of downtown Findlay's Designated Outdoor Refreshment Area, or DORA.
3: Yes, so So that is going to be adding a whole new layer to Art Walk. I think it's going to be a really great addition. Um, So you can get your drink at your favorite um, bar, and instead of maybe waiting for your reservation or um, taking up space at the bar, which isn't really... accessible at this point, you can go ahead and get that in in a Dora cup and you can go into any of the locations that have a green decal on them that says bring it in. Um, There are some locations that are asking you not to bring those drinks in, so you will need to um, Mm -hmm. get rid of that before you enter those locations.
0: But again, as we were talking about in the news, one of the uh, nice things moving forward on this, once everything fully reopens, you're downtown, you're having dinner, you're going to a show, maybe at the Marathon Center, you're not quite done yet, you can you know, take it to take it to go and finish up as you're as you're headed toward the marathon center or something like that. So it just uh, gives an awful lot of flexibility. Yes, uh, absolutely. Downtown. And and it sounds as though most of the uh, downtown establishments have uh, really signed on. Yes, to this.
3: nearly all of the bars or restaurants that have that serve alcohol mm-hmm. um, are participating, and then several of the retailers are um, participating as well. So you can go ahead and bring those in as you shop.
0: So um, and, and again, uh, just to make sure. that that everybody is clear there are limitations on i mean there's a certain area and it it uh, is marked uh, yes downtown. yeah there's so. signage
3: so you know yeah. when you're leaving that you do not want to take your dora beverage outside right. of those boundaries and if yeah. you're looking for that map you can go to finleyohio.com and it's listed there
0: so a uh, huge uh, event Uh, happening uh this evening art walk and when does everything start officially
3: yes everything is going to kick off at five o'clock and then we will um, have activities until nine or so but several locations are even open later than that
0: yeah and uh, a lot of places like we said uh, a lot of places are hosting artists those that aren't some many of those uh that aren't uh like for example uh i know where did i see it here oh um mancy's has some specials Mm -hmm. uh so you know, they, they may be hosting artists uh, specifically or offering some specials to entice folks in. Yes, All exactly. It'll be a fun night. Uh, a, a terrific evening. And again, if you want to uh, go in person, uh, everything starts at uh, 5, you said? Yes. And if you would rather do it online, it also starts at 5. But what's the website again? Yes,
3: you'll want to go to facebook.com slash finleyartwalk or visit finley.com slash artwalk.
0: All right. So... This is do you are are you seeing this for Visit Finley, are you kind of viewing this as sort of the relaunch uh, of of in-person happenings?
3: That's our hope. Um, I think we're just relying on our community to do so safely, so make sure you wear your mask, you wash your hands frequently, and you use hand sanitizer while you're out and about. But we're really hoping that this summer we can kind of take a step towards normal. Um, mm-hmm. We really, our community is so wonderful and we love to showcase that, and this is a great first step.
0: Yeah. It's, I, I guess if we were to plan it out uh, as uh the uh, you know something that would sort of relaunch uh downtown events this would be a great way to, yes, to start it
3: so, yes definitely
0: uh here's looking forward to many more again uh, Daniel Woken from Visit Findlay with us this morning we've got the link up at our webpage at goodmornings.net if you want to uh, get the map and uh Like I said, almost I think almost 30 different Mm -hmm. downtown establishments participating, so we can't go through the entire list. But uh, it is up there on the website, so check that out. Danielle, thanks very much for dropping by. Thanks for having me. Well, of course, Mother's Day right around the corner, and once again, many folks wondering what to give mom or how to give mom the recognition that they deserve and uh, our next guest uh, has some help for gifting her with some fun at home virtually. Lifestyle expert and mom Vina Crownholm uh, has some inspiration for anyone looking for uh, something unique and different for your loved ones. Vina, good morning. Um, Virtual has kind of become the new norm for a lot of folks and I know that Uh, After a year of this, it's getting a little tired and and a little boring. Uh, It's allowed us to stay connected, but now we want to maybe refresh that a little bit and take it to another level. How do we do that?
4: Well, virtual travel is the best way to kind of refresh your ideas about virtual, right? I mean, it's fun. You can do it by yourself. You can do it with your partner. You can do it with your family. And what I love about virtual travel is that it gives you the opportunity to pre-travel some of those ideas and places that you want to go to on your travel bucket list and you can immerse yourself in a new culture you can try a recipe from somewhere in the world but i love it because it's fun it's affordable and you can do it from the comfort of your very own home
0: so a virtual travel experience how does that work
4: i mean it works because virtual travel you can go on your laptop And with Amazon Explore, you can do it two ways. You can gift mom an experience that you choose for her and do it with her. Or you can also do an Amazon Explore gift card so mom can choose her own adventure. There's over 250 hand-picked experiences in 20 geographic locations in seven different categories that include, you know, beauty and wellness, culture and landmarks. Food and entertainment. I mean, the list goes on, and there is something for everyone.
0: So, uh, you know, once we have this uh, this experience, uh, then uh, it's it's easy to navigate through the uh, various um, experiences at our at our virtual destination.
4: Absolutely, within a few clicks, you can book your one on one virtual experience with a local tour guide. So you can hop on over virtually to Quebec and make French macarons with the Lincoln Apartment Bakery, or you can walk the streets and learn the history of Tokyo. I mean, there are so many different options. And what I love is that some experiences offer you the opportunity to shop local artisanal goods via your tour guide and have them shipped to your doorstep it's mm. easy and it's seamless and you get a great souvenir that is and then one of my other favorite features is as you're going along your virtual experience you can hit the camera button and at the end you get a great virtual photo album of your trip so it's a lot of fun
0: yeah that does sound uh, really cool and uh, definitely something unique uh, for uh, mom uh, as kind of the uh, the perfect virtual gift for uh, for a mother's day now uh, I I have to I have to ask because like you said there are destinations all all over the world. And I like your suggestion is maybe uh, taking a virtual vacation as a preview of, you know, place that you want to uh, visit, uh, that you want to really go to go to as, as part of your v- bucket list. Do you have one destination that you uh, would like? Because I know you've traveled uh, all over the world. Is there one destination that, that you would put on your bucket list that you haven't been to yet?
4: Yeah. There's a lot of destinations that are on my bucket list, but I will say that just a few weeks ago, we virtually traveled to Tuscany to do a pasta-making class with the Tuscana Sisters, and we had a blast. My 10-year-old and I made the most delicious pasta. We had fun. It was messy. It was fantastic. (laughs) So on the top of our family travel list when we actually hop on a plane is to go straight to Italy to Tuscany and hopefully
0: take that cooking class in person. Yeah, exactly. Again, a perfect example of uh, using that virtual experience to uh, plan out uh, those real experiences maybe sometime uh, in in the future. Uh, Again, this is uh, awesome and people can uh, access this instantly. So if you're looking for a last minute gift that would be uh, really unique, where do we go to learn more about this?
4: You can absolutely learn more at Amazon.com slash explore. And right now for Prime eligible members, they can take advantage of getting up to $50 off their first live virtual experience with code free fun at checkout. So now is a great time to check out virtual travel
0: again, lifestyle expert and mom Vina Crownholm with uh, some uh, inspiration for those looking for something unique and different uh, for mom for mother's day. We'll link it up on our webpage as well. Vina, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Happy travels. Happy virtual travels. <laughs>
4: Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.
0: Well, to your health this morning, approximately 90% of women have cellulite. And in an online survey recently, most women say they feel judged because of it. In many cases, they are judging themselves. 60% feel like it is their own fault. But nationally recognized dermatologist Dr. Michelle Henry says, no, it is not. She is with us this morning. Separate fact from fiction when it comes to cellulite. And uh, Dr. Henry, the survey revealed the common belief that cellulite is caused by weight gain, lack of exercise, and unhealthy diet. And you say that is myth number one to set straight, right?
5: That is absolutely myth number one. So what is cellulite? Cellulite is essentially a localized alteration in the contour of the skin. We've all seen it. We know it when we see it. And it happens when three completely normal things occur. The fat cells get larger, the skin gets thinner, and the vertical fibrous bands that connect the skin to the depth become thicker, leading to a dimpled appearance. Again, it's seen predominantly in women, where it's basically ubiquitous. 90% of adult women of all races, ethnicities, um, have suffer from cellulite. Um, so we're definitely not alone. And there's zero reason for guilt or shame because the cause of cellulite is essentially genetic and hormonal. Um, you know, basic lifestyle changes really don't shift, um, the needle when it comes to cellulite. And I see cellulite in a wide range of women. So everything from women who live predominantly, um, sedentary lifestyles to women who are marathon runners with very low body fat percentages. And what's interesting is that both weight loss and weight gain can exacerbate cellulite. So with weight gain, we get enlarged fat cells and that leads to increased tethering. But with weight loss, we get more skin laxity, which can, um, also exacerbate the appearance of cellulite so there's zero need for shame around cellulite is very common and it is not
0: your fault so that's interesting because in uh, setting that myth straight it may actually lead to another myth we want to talk about and that is the perception that this is just a superficial problem and really not something well as you mentioned it's not something uh, that you should judge yourself for or feel judged uh, about but it is more than just a Superficial problem There is an emotional impact here
5: Absolutely, so just as I tell My patients, cellulite is absolutely Not just skin deep, and some women It can significantly affect their self-esteem And therefore their quality of life And although it's very common, nearly Half of women state that it bothers them A great deal, 64% Say it makes them feel subconscious 44% state that it makes Them feel unhealthy 42% are frustrated, and a whopping 77% Spend time or effort dealing with their cellulite so this can really affect women psychologically
0: okay so for those who are uh bothered by uh by that and the survey indicates that some uh are some women are are not but for those who are uh what is the solution
5: so i am thrilled to talk to you about an easy in-office non-surgical solution to cellulite there's a brand new product called quo and that's q w o and it's the first and only FDA-approved injectable treatment for moderate to severe cellulite at the bottom. It takes about 10 minutes in the office, requires three treatments over about two months. Um, it was really well studied on 845 women of diverse backgrounds. And it's made with a really cool enzyme called collagenase. And this collagenase is thought to target the structural cause of cellulite. So again, that's vertical fibrous band. It helps to release it, align for the redistribution of the fat cells, Stimulation of new organized collagen and the reduction in cellulite. In my office, we see, you know, the major side effect is some bruising, but I recommend that everyone go to quo.com again, QWO.com, to find a physician that can talk you through the treatment to give you a personalized consultation so you could understand any other potential risks and also figure out what's the best treatment approach for you.
0: Worth noting that this is available for all women, all skin types, all ethnicities, because I'm sure that that is one of the questions that you're women are asking right now.
5: Absolutely. You know, cellulite does not discriminate and nor did the study. You know, the study really <laughs> looked at women from all walks of life, all backgrounds, all ethnicities, so that every woman could feel safe having this treatment.
0: Again, Dr. Michelle Henry, a national recognized uh, dermatologist, talking about uh, the the facts and myths surrounding cellulite. And where do we get uh, more information? You mentioned the website. Let's uh, mention that again.
5: Yes, so the website is Quo.com, and that's Q-W-O.com.
0: Check that out to your health this morning. Dr. Michelle Henry, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert. Today's update of the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. This is why kids and Amazon are not a good combination. A four-year-old cartoon fanatic from Brooklyn recently made a purchase on Amazon of a bunch of SpongeBob SquarePants Popsicles. (laughs) I didn't even know they sold those, but uh, apparently so. And uh, he made a a rather large purchase of non-refundable Spongebob Squarepants Popsicles on Amazon. Uh, A friend of the boy's mom ended up setting up a a GoFundMe page on Monday to help cover the cost. She writes on the page that the truly adorable Spongebob fan named Noah managed to purchase $2,618.85 worth of popsicles from Amazon and had them sent to his aunt's house. $2,618 worth of SpongeBob popsicles. In case you're wondering, that is 51 cases containing 918 popsicles. <laughs> Non-refundable. As of uh, Wednesday morning, kind donors had uh, donated I- enough to uh, cover the cost. The, uh, 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 mother's uh, the um, uh, child's mother, Noah's mother, uh, wrote a note of thanks uh, to everyone who helped out with their generosity, and said that the surplus of donations and all of the unused popsicles will go toward uh, schools and and education and additional supports for her son who is on the autism spectrum disorder. So she couldn't really get mad. <laughs> Nearly $3,000 of Popsicles. <laughs> ordered on Amazon. Oops. Uh, maybe they can donate to uh, this kid. 12-year-old in Illinois has broken a world record using Popsicle sticks. Eric Klabel of Naperville, Illinois, recently recognized by the Guinness folks, the world record for building the tallest Popsicle stick tower, measuring feet. 20.2 feet. That's two stories tall out of uh, popsicle sticks. Young Mr. Klabel told the Guinness spokesperson he has been assembling objects using popsicle sticks and recycled materials for the last six years. And he's only 12 years old. So he's been doing this for half his life. He's made things like uh, a chair, a boat, and even a motorized model car all out of popsicle sticks. That's kind of cool actually. So maybe they can get those two together with all the popsicles and the popsicle sticks. (laughs) At least put them to good use. If you are a pet owner with a dog that occasionally misbehaves, you can appreciate this. Vicki Shelton of Benton, Tennessee said she was shocked when she returned home recently to find her home completely ransacked i mean the the couch was destroyed things were upended it was a complete mess she thought that she had been robbed and vandalized turned out that it was her dog uh the uh, dog and the dog when she left had been locked in the in the spare room in order to keep the dog from chewing things up. She put him in the spare room. Guess what the dog did? Chewed through the door. Uh, actually chewed his way uh, out, of the, uh, out of the room, broke down the door, uh, destroyed the couch, and left fluff all over the room. She said it took over two hours to clean everything all up, and there were six huge plastic bags full of fluff from the couch. Uh, after the dog broke uh, broke through the door, uh, he was uh, taken to the vet, where he was diagnosed with severe se- separation anxiety. I would say so. Just to the point, she thought she had been robbed. Nearly called the police on her dog. Uh, the uh, the dog named Bo has now been put on a low dose of puppy Xanax to help <laughs> keep him calm when she's away. <laughs> we can all relate to that? But <clears throat> I mean, I've come home to the dog making a mess but I've always known it was the dog. This It was such a mess, she thought she had been robbed and vandalized. That's pretty serious. This is kind of interesting out of uh, Fargo, North Dakota, where uh, Blair Witten has pled not guilty after allegedly driving through her ex-boyfriend's burial service. <laughs> uh, it all started when Blair made negative posts about her ex on social media when the ex-boyfriend's father... Told her she was not welcome at the service. Um, uh, she he, she uh, posted negative posts about her ex on social media when her ex's father told her she was not welcome at the service. He claimed she then showed up at the, ce- at the cemetery and tried to run him over in her SUV. Gee, I can't imagine why he w- wouldn't have wanted her at the service. She seems like such a stable individual. Uh, <laughs> there were no injuries. But Ms. Whitten was uh, charged on Monday with reckless endangerment. Uh, although her de- in her defense, she said after driving through the cemetery, she claimed she was careful not to hit anything. <laughs> she just wanted to run down her ex's dad. Yeah, that's a- <laughs> I'm surprised that did- that uh, relationship didn't work out. I just um, this is a very Florida story. Florida man, Volusia County, is in custody after stealing two police cruisers. (laughs) Not one, but two police cruisers. They had to shut down Interstate 95 temporarily yesterday afternoon as sheriff's deputies pursued the suspect in a chase lasting 60 miles. No officers were injured in the incident. And how about this? From the International File, the broken news, gang members in Taiwan... I had an interesting way of trying to send a message to someone who owes them money. you know, gang members, usually they you know rough somebody up. no, according to news reports, authorities investigating an incident that occurred at the at a local restaurant earlier this week after two gang members went into the establishment and leased unleashed 1,000 roaches as revenge for an unpaid debt. <laughs> they didn't rough anybody up, break anybody's kneecaps. they unleashed. A thousand roaches inside the eatery. Um, the uh, police commissioner classifies the act as a violent act that should be punished. Four men and one woman believed to be involved and have been taken into custody. In the meantime, the restaurant has shut down uh, and announced that they will fully sterilize and sanitize the property. There you go. Uh, That is today's broken news report. Uh, This update of the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. WFIN says thank you for listening and remember you can listen around the clock on computer, smartphone or tablet. Start your day with Chris Oaks and good mornings and stay with us all day long. You also get CBS Sports Radio plus all of our locally originated sports programming. Listen live whenever you like at 1330 WFIN 95.5 FM and at WFIN.com where you can also grab our free mobile apps for iOS or Android. Time now for your daily download, the numbers behind the news, and the statistics that shape our lives. The National Retail Federation estimates that Americans will spend more than $28 billion this Mother's Day. Average spending on mom will be $220.48. So you can kind of judge where you are on the spectrum based on that average. (laughs) Are you uh, under that average or over that average, how much have you spent on mom I don't mean to guilt uh, guilt you into this, but it turns out what mom really wants is something that you can't actually buy new survey of two thousand American mothers reveals that forty three percent say the best gift that they could receive this mother's day would be a night of uninterrupted sleep <laughs> Nearly two thirds, 64% of moms, said that they would feel like a better parent if they could just get better sleep each night. Uh, and not surprisingly, researchers find that the fight for ample sleep starts right after childbirth. Now, should be noted, this survey was commissioned by Mattress Firm. It was conducted by one poll, but the study found that American moms are not likely to get decent sleep until their child is at least. Four years old, <laughs> and I don't know. In personal, uh, from personal experience, I can say that parents uh, hardly ever. Once you're a parent, you hardly ever get a decent night's sleep because you're always worried about something with your kids. It's keeping you up. But other than that, what was keeping mom up at night aside from caring for an infant? In this survey, the number one response: what keeping, what is keeping moms up at night, still has to do with the kids. Sixty-three percent said. The kids being home during the day for remote learning is a a stress point that is keeping them up at night. 63 percent. 57 percent cited their own schedule working from home that is causing stress, keeping them up. Uh, Other things are keeping moms up at night in 2021. Just the pandemic in general. 53 percent had that response. 38 percent said not having good child care again circles back to the kids but that was another stressor that keeps mom up at night and 31 percent just cited general stress as what is keeping them up at night so again the number one thing that moms want more than anything else and it won't cost you a dime let her sleep My wife Kyra has joined us in the studio this morning, and I am often asked, people uh, ask about this segment, why is it that it's your wife that's always giving the uh, recipes? Don't you ever cook? And the answer is no. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Once. (laughs) Twice.
2: (laughs) Once. Mother's Day. You did do it Mother's I, Day one. Yeah, you know I have
0: yes. uh, I have occasionally, but I yes. am generally or my birthday. Generally speaking, say. found yeah. that the best thing that I can do is stay out of the kitchen. That's how. <laughs> that's the the best way that I can be helpful in the kitchen is to be nowhere near it.
2: Okay. And
0: <laughs> uh, this is a perfect example of why because this would be me. Uh, I saw this story on the uh, on the news and I thought this would be me. Tom Hale <laughs> uh, is this guy's uh, name. He's in London and he recently shared on Twitter that he had just discovered that he had a dishwasher. He's lived in the same apartment for 2 years and just discovered he had a dishwasher. The and and I saw the photo. It's one of those uh where it's got a false front. It looks oh, just okay. like a cabinet. Okay. You know, it's yeah. got like a wooden front on the dishwasher. He's never
2: opened that cabinet. He's never
0: he uh, always thought it was a fake cupboard. Okay. And uh, he said he spent the days I've uh, the days of my life that I've wasted washing dishes. <laughs> he just uh, and I can't believe that he never yeah. opened the. That- so I
2: hope the refrigerator isn't that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, That's a good point. Um, but apparently, I don't know what that says about his level of curiosity that he never checked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But just out of the blue, I guess he, uh, you know, pulled on the uh, handle and, and discovered he had a dishwasher. A dishwasher. That yeah. would be me. Nice. That would be me. I would be the type of person uh, <laughs> who would do that. Uh, my wife, Kyra, is here uh-huh. with another uh, collection of recipes from Kyra's Kitchen. Uh, and. These certainly fill the bill uh, with respect to the easy. Yes, uh, I mean yes. we try and make things simple, that are
2: easy, easy, and anybody cri- can crisp do crisp and nice spring type. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, yep. We don't have a whole lot of warm weather right no, now. Not right now, but when the the weather turns, it will. This is Eventually, a this is hopefully. a nice <laughs> a nice light lunch yes. and uh, homemade tuna salad yes. is first up.
2: Yes. So the ingredients are two five ounce cans of solid packed tuna drained, uh, one large ripe avocado diced, a quarter cup of mayonnaise, a quarter cup of red onions diced, one teaspoon of Dijon mustard, uh, two teaspoons of dried dill weed, and two teaspoons of dry parsley flakes, and salt and pepper for taste. Mm -hmm. So place all your ingredients in a mixing bowl, stir, and combine uh, add your salt and pepper if desired for taste, and chill in the fridge for at least an hour before serving.
0: Simple as that. Easy peasy. Yeah, really easy peasy. Yes. How long does that generally keep?
2: Um, About five
0: days. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, there you have uh, your lunch yep. for the week. Yes. Simple as that. Yeah. How much does that make then? Um, is usually, that enough for the week? or
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is enough probably. Um, you could probably get at least, I would say, Four or five sandwiches out of it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Depending on depending how depending
2: on how much you put on, on <laughs> yeah, it. How much you, I mean, you, put, you know, yeah. some people pack a lot of tuna. It okay. might only be a couple sandwiches. Uh, you know.
0: <laughs> let's see here. To go along with the uh, homemade tuna salad, you have some dill pickle bread. Yes. So maybe you can use your dill pickle bread and your mm-hmm. tuna salad. And yeah. Got a nice sandwich yes. there. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's why I did it, because I was like, that sounds yummy.
0: You ain't no dummy.
2: (laughs) So three-fourths cup sour cream, a half a cup of vegetable oil, two large eggs, one tablespoon of dill pickle juice, uh, a third cup of diced dill pickles. I use uh, dill pickle relish. Mm, So so then I don't have to chop up the uh, dill pickles when they're a little bit... bit, uh, uh, thinner, uh, one and three fourths cup all purpose flour, one packet of onion soup mix, uh, two tablespoons of granulated sugar, one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, quarter teaspoon of baking soda, and two tablespoons of dry dillweed. You can use fresh dillweed. You just have to use a little bit more if you like fresh dillweed. Okay.
0: Weed. All right.
2: Um, so pre your oven to 350 degrees, uh, line a nine <laughs> by 13 uh, loaf pan with parchment paper Leaving a slight um, overhang on the sides, on the long sides. Okay. Um, In a large bowl, whisk together your sour cream, your vegetable oil, your eggs, and your dill pickle juice. And then fold in your diced pickles. uh, Stir in the flour, the onion uh, soup mix, the sugar, the baking powder, the baking soda, and the fresh dill um, or your dried dill uh, until incorporated. Uh, Don't overmix it. You're going to have some lumps. Not that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, add the batter evenly to the prepared pan. Bake for about 40 minutes or until the toothpick is center is clean in the center. Yeah,
0: the famous toothpick yep. Uh, yep. Yep. measurement.
2: Let it cool for about 30 minutes. Uh, five to pe- ten minutes, then you're going to that that edge of that parchment shade. Yeah, the paper, reason why you let it. that yeah
0: over you're going to lift you're it up lift and it. out
2: and mm-hmm. remove from the pan.
0: So simple as uh, simple yeah. as that. That that could be one of the easiest bread recipes. Yeah. One, uh, you'll ever find. So yeah. uh, the tuna salad, the dill pickle bread, and then for dessert, again a perfect spring yes. dessert: lemon fluff yes, bars.
2: I like lemon. So twelve point seven ounces of uh, lemon curd. Uh, or like a lemon jelly, okay. um, uh, it's in the jelly. If if nobody has ever, I would think <laughs> so. But hey, you never know. If you haven't, yeah, it's with your jams and jellies. Okay. Yep. Uh, eight ounce uh, cream cheese at room temperature. Eight ounce Cool Whip. One and a half cups of vanilla wafer crushed, and two tablespoons of butter melted. So then spread a nine by um, spray a nine eight nine by nine inch baking pan. Or a glass pan uh, with uh, your non-stick spray, or line with your parchment paper if you like that. In a bowl, mix the crushed uh, vanilla wafers and the melted butter. Press that onto the bottom of the prepared pan. So
0: that's your crust, mm-hmm. okay? And
2: refrigerate that while you're mixing your filling together.
0: Okay, get that solidified. Yep,
2: yep. Mix so with a mixer, beat your cream cheese until smooth. Add your lemon curd and mix until it's well combined. Uh, Fold in your whipped cream carefully. Um, Don't use the mixer for that. Fold that in yourself. Okay. Then spoon the filling into your crust. Cover and refrigerate for an hour before cutting and serve.
0: Mm, Man, that is a a nice, cool dessert for a a warm spring or summer day. So there you go. A a great light lunch uh, or even an, an early dinner, perhaps a tuna salad Uh, the dill pickle bread, and the lemon fluff bars, which will be a big hit in your family, I'm sure. And we have those recipes posted on our Facebook page, on the WFIN Facebook page, also linked up at goodmornings.net. As we have mentioned, if there is something that uh, you have, you have a favorite recipe, especially as we come into the summertime, you want to share uh, with everybody, Mm -hmm. you can email it to us, goodmornings at WFIN.com, or if you have a request, if there's something. Or a
2: helpful hint. Any, of, yeah. that of, Any of that type of stuff. Love that type of
0: stuff. By all means, uh, share it with us. Yes. Uh, if you uh, have tried one of these recipes and yes. found a way to improve upon it, mm-hmm. uh, we'll you know be happy to revisit some of these recipes or whatever. So uh, just shoot us an email. Good mornings at WFIN.com and let us know. Uh, my wife, Kyra, with uh, her recipes from Kyra's Kitchen this morning. Kai, thanks very much. You're welcome. And that is our podcast for today. I want to thank all of our guests for joining us on the program this morning. And remember, you can get more information about all of the topics we talk about on each day's show at our webpage, Good mornings.net. Coming up Monday on the program, Finley Mayor Christina Mern will join us. We'll talk about ongoing flood mitigation projects, specifically the Eagle Creek Storage Basin project that the Conservancy will be asked to green light today. And Finley Treasurer Jim Stasiak recently presented city leaders with an overview of the city's debt position. We're in good shape now, but there are some concerns about the future. So until Monday morning, that is good mornings for this morning. Now that you've had a good morning, going out and making a good day and a great weekend, catch you back here next week.